Good day everybody, Christian Democrat coming back to you with the most popular podcast ever on Pete Buttigieg. I had no idea that he would be so popular. I thought I would do a podcast on him and he's got way more downloads and listens than anything else I've done. So I thought, well if this is what the listeners want, let's talk a little bit more about Mayor Pete talk about why I think he has become so popular. He is so far the only candidate who has separated himself from the field. There's I think now maybe 20 uh, people running for the Democratic nomination for president. Quite a few. Uh, We knew Joe Biden he's supposed to announce later this week he would be near the top. We knew Bernie Sanders would be near the top. So there's 18, 19 others all in this mix. Senators, representatives, governors, all these things. Would anybody be able to separate themselves? So far, Pete Buttigieg is the only one. Now, will he be short-lived? I don't know. It's hard to tell. Politics is very fickle. And he is certainly a hot commodity right now. But what is his appeal? Why, why do people, why is he jumping out? And it's pretty obvious to me. For me, I didn't know who the guy was when he entered the race. I live in Indiana. I didn't know who the guy was. It's not like he's even statewide known that well. Now, I'm sure there are some Democrats that knew about him in the state and people more well-connected than me knew about him, I'm sure. I didn't know who he was. Um, I I didn't know how to say his name for the longest time. Thank you, Jimmy Fallon. I was able to figure out how to say his name and Pete Buttigieg, and I think now I can actually spell his name properly. Uh, It took me a little bit, but I I think I'm finally on board there. But uh, I've, I've come on board. I really like the guy. Uh, right now, my heart is with Pete Buttigieg. There's a long way to go. Uh, you know, I can certainly change my mind and, and find another candidate. And there's other candidates I like as well. He's not the only one I like. But if you say, well, who is your heart just leaning towards right now? Who do you really think that this guy or lady would be the lead, great leader for our country? And it's, it's Pete Buttigieg right now. Um, and what I think he's done couple things I think he's done really well. One, he's, he's gotten out on the media. He's really uh, doing these CNN town halls. He's doing, I've seen him do radio shows. He's done uh, interviews with Ellen and, and late night shows and things. So he's getting out there and putting himself in front of America, which obviously you have to do. But for me, he is going past talking points. Okay, I watched uh, part of the CNN town hall last night and I don't want to say which candidate because I'm not trying to just rip people apart but I was listening to one of the candidates who's, who's doing really well um, early in the, in the polls relatively well and this candidate was was purely sticking to talking points and purely doing things that I've run for local office you know that they've said you need to do this you need to do this thing this is the thing these are the three things you need to do I could identify what this candidate was saying that's all that they're doing you know, and, and to me, Pete Buttigieg, his analysis goes a little bit deeper. His points are a little sharper. Uh, he's clearly a bright individual. And I don't just hear this political three points and a story sort of idea going on. Uh, there, there's something more there. And, you know, when we're looking for a president, uh, I think we need to, we're first judging people because we've got a big field of Democrats, and I think it's a good field. I think you've got a lot of quality people there. 
but we're looking for a good leader. And some of these candidates, I think, are a little bit too cookie cutter. They're too, I'm just playing uh, my political talking points to my Democratic base and throwing out things that I know that they'll like and saying things that I know that they'll like. And they don't come across as really genuine. And, and Mayor Pete seems much more genuine to me. Uh, some of the candidates have these, these bold policy proposals. And, and one candidate in particular, again, I don't to throw anybody under the bus right just yet, but you'll probably figure out who, has a lot of detailed policy proposals. Okay, and that is not going to attract people to a president. Okay, that, that person might make it a good president, perhaps. I actually think it's more of a legislative function to come out with all these good policy proposals, but, uh, you know, we, we voted for Donald Trump because we wanted a new leader. You know, it's not because of his policy proposals, his policy proposals are junk. Okay, and let's, you know, let's not, just because if you, maybe you don't like Donald Trump, don't, you know, you still respect the fact that people wanted a leadership change, and they thought Donald Trump could deliver that change, and that's why they voted for him. You know, they didn't vote for him because of his health care proposal or because of his even his immigration proposals. You know, they, they thought he could bring the change that they wanted. And we need to respect that, even though we might disagree with where he was going or what he was trying to do. We're looking for a leader. And, and Mayor Pete, uh, he's got the local political part on his resume, being a mayor of South Bend. He's got the military experience. He's got the Rhodes Scholar and speaks several languages. You know, he's got the intelligence. Um, clearly, I think being gay is going to help him in the Democratic primary. You know, especially initially, that, that's probably helped him separate a little bit. Uh, but the, the people in that caucus here will give him their support, I think. So, from the analysis I've seen, he's going to have to work at winning over the African-American vote in the Democratic Party. I think uh, he still really appeals to white people like myself, but he's got to get some people to help him probably reach out to the African-American population, the, the Hispanic population, and get the votes there. But, you know, it's early yet. I, I just saw a story this morning on Morning Joe talking about how people are starting to dig up dirt on the guy. How is he going to handle that when, you know, you're running at 1% or 2% in the polls, nobody bothers with you when you start to get up third he was just third in the new hampshire poll uh behind bernie sanders and joe biden which everybody expected those those two guys would be heavyweights in the democratic primary so i think you know another thing that's real appealing to me is he's, he's talking about his faith in a, in a genuine way now i'm not going to agree with every point of mayor pete with his christian faith I, i'd like to hear a little bit more what he really believes. I know as a candidate sometimes you don't want to dig into the theology and your, your view of justification or whatever, but as a Christian, you know, I would like to hear that. You know, it's, it's much better than Donald Trump's two Corinthians. You know, he tries to go to a college campus and pretend he knows something about the Bible. Uh, just, just, to, just to hear what he has to say, just to see what he really thinks, but he's clearly religious. He clearly goes to church. Uh, his view of scripture is a little bit different than mine, but uh, I'd just like to as a more of a curiosity than anything to hear about that, but I do think people think it's refreshing to hear someone talk about their faith in a genuine way, and I, I, I don't think it's any um, coincidence that a gay man is talking to the country about how Christians should be loving their neighbor, should be loving the poor, loving their enemy. Uh, these are all things that the gospel tells us that we are hearing from a gay man, not from 
preacher extraordinaire on the radio or at our Sunday pulpit who is supposed to be all full of the love of God, the love of Jesus, and the love of others. It's from a gay man telling us many of the truths of the gospel. Now, obviously it's, it's a complicated situation. We don't agree with everything that he's doing, but he seems to have a firm grasp of some of the, the parts of the gospel that the Christian community, frankly, has lost. You know, that we can allow family separations on the border as, as Christians and then seemingly think, well, we just can't let these people in. If we have to rip their families apart, we have to rip their families apart. It's just a ridiculous, asinine, totally contrary to scripture idea that is probably the worst thing I've ever seen in this country since I've been alive. I'm not saying there are, haven't been some worse things in the country's history, but since I've been alive, this is probably the worst thing I've ever seen. And Christians have largely, largely just kept silent and just said, eh. You know, we don't have to love people that much, especially if they're different color, especially if they're coming into our country and they're not from our country. Um, the things Mayor Pete is talking about Christianity are much more true to the central core of what Christianity is than what the religious leaders on the radio I hear preaching. And I do listen to them. I have a station I listen to occasionally and see what they're saying and see what the right politics are even though that's not where I'm at. I like to listen to all the sides and see what different points of view are. Uh, we're missing the mark and a, and a gay man is hitting the mark. So that's, uh, I think that might be God telling us something in the Christian community that maybe we need to open our eyes to what scripture says and start acting a whole lot more like Jesus than we pretend to do most of the time. So, um, to me, some of those some of those talking points, I guess, for Mayor Pete are really the reason he's starting to bounce in the polls. I think he does have a nice history in the military, Rhodes Scholar, to give him some background that are appealing. I think he's a genuine guy. Uh, I think he's a he's a gracious, generous guy. I've seen some some things with uh, protesters and whatnot at his rallies. He's been very gracious with them, very contrary to Trump. That you know, this is he seems to to genuinely be a nice person. And that's refreshing when you have the president who's probably been the biggest bully we've ever seen, at least since Nixon in the White House. So uh, I think all these things are what's contributing to his, his bounce. Can he continue? Can he continue to get financial support? He's done very well fundraising. Can he continue to get that? Can he continue to broaden his coalition and bring in some minority populations? And do well there. I think we're going to see him in the debate. You know, how can he hold his own against Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders, differentiate himself, but yet also go after those guys? How will he handle the attacks? I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting to see a relatively unknown newcomer, but we had that with Barack Obama, right? Frankly, we had it with Donald Trump, even though he's a pretty well-known individual. Yeah, politically, he was a newcomer. So, uh, it's not as if lately that's not kind of the calling card for a newcomer to make big waves. And even Bernie Sanders, he didn't win, but uh, he kind of went from zero to well, 50. <laughs> he didn't quite get to where he needed to be, but he got awfully close. So uh, keep an eye on this. I think next podcast maybe I'll handicap the Democratic candidates, kind of look at who I think is, is real viable for the general election and put my two cents in it's I suppose as good as anybody else's at this point and I will get the health insurance 
Uh, I'll finish that up at some point, but with Mayor Pete's popularity, I thought I would just kind of say what I like about the guy, why I think he's doing well, maybe what he needs to kind of focus on moving forward. And uh, that's a Christian Democrat for today. You guys have a blessed day. I'm out.